0: and we are back with another episode of a boondock series recap and this episode will be highlighting the stink meter hatocracy episode from season three it is episode four of season three, and um, in this episode, I guess I'll give the background real quick because this is not necessarily a, well, it is, but it isn't a complicated episode. Um, this episode it opens with uh, essentially the boys being called out of school by an aunt and uncle they don't know. They get into a fight, a classic anime fight. Turns out these are motherfuckers of a friend's stink meaner. Long story short. The uh, story is about Stink Meaner's gang
1: getting revenge for his death that Grand
0: Granddad inflicted on.
1: Him. Yeah, um, so honestly, it's it's really far as far as the plot goes. It's pretty much it. it starts with a series of um, encounters. First encounter with uh, Huey Huey and Riley, and basically, I guess this episode is fairly lighthearted. It's not. It's not super deep. Um, it but is. It I think it is. I don't know. That's how they all Let's, are. I don't know because it
0: starts off with the nightmare. Because actually, I that that's my mismemory. It starts off with Granddad's Nightmare and the bitch, bitch, bitch ass nigga song in which like the, all of the stink meaners are breaking through the yeah. house. You know what I'm saying? So I guess we can figure out that stink meaner is getting back through them through their dreams because that's exactly how he got through the second time, right? And Stink meaner strikes back, right? But you say it is lighthearted in, in its presentation, yeah. But if we want to dig it into it like we dig into it, we going to come up with some with some shit, I think. Because yeah. I did come up with some points. Yeah. And my first one would be that the entire hateocracy, the entire hateocracy is literally an alliance based off of hate. And in the episode, at the end of the episode, they explain why they band together, and it's all off of hate. And is that not something our community is famous for? Or uh, me, Aaron, me and you, when we were not the bet like we are on this, we bonded over hate, motherfuckers. Yeah. Everybody bonds over hate, motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. You got a point there. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Hey, you know what I'm saying? This is one of those because we also going to find out late in the episode yeah. that everything they're I doing is I not, yeah, everything they're doing in the end is not for stink meter at all, it's for their own personal investment and just want to whoop yeah. ass. That's what we find out in the end, yeah. So, from that, we can join that, or we can kind of infer that. Motherfuckers just be linking up just off a general basis of some type of hatred or some type of ignorance. <laughs> I don't know if I just make
1: that that broad of a statement, but. <laughs> when, when do when, when do I mean, ha- that, that, when ha- that we, happens sometimes. When that do we ever sometimes. link up outside of
0: pseudo business, music, and that's about it. What else are we doing when we link up? Delinquency.
1: I don't know about that. <laughs> You told yourself, I ain't doing nothing delinquent. I I ain't doing nothing delinquent. Not me. Not me. I mean, I'm I'm an adult, (laughs) so it's hard to
0: be delinquent when you're an adult. But. See. Fair enough. Fair enough. But the point still remains, I feel like that common dread, common hatred is an easy linking factor. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's say you're a Redskins. Okay. Let's say you were a Commanders fan, and I'm an Eagles fan. We still could both bond over hating the Cowboys. That is true. That is true.
1: Yeah, you are right. That's about what that. this is about. Yeah, you, you put know it that saying? way.
0: You don't have anything in common but hatred,
1: and niggas do that. <laughs> yeah. Do we not do that? I feel I like that people. Man. I feel like people do it. But if this particularly, I oh listen, don't do that! Don't do that! This don't do. This is the boondocks. <laughs> oh, this is the boondocks. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Got. All right. I was. About this to say. is not the Al Bundy boondocks, are you? Okay, fair enough. Well, as it as it pertains to uh, our people, then that is that has been a problem in you know our community. Yeah, I can't lie about that.
0: Exactly. So I feel like this, because another part of this is. It's not, when they're talking about hating, you got to realize these people, these three uh, characters are old as shit. You know what that means? You can hate when you're 10, you can hate when you're 20, you can hate when you're 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80. You can hate till the day you die. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This whole hateocracy episode, I think more than anything, uh, especially in the in the general plot of the episode, maybe not necessarily the ending, but the plot of the episode is based on that. No matter the the age, we they they show the crabs in the barrel, and they explain that at one point. It's one old man explaining it to another old man. That's an old man parable uh, was fable, you know what I'm saying? A saying. They would have both known that. But they say that to say that's our, that's our culture. That crab in the barrel, no matter what age you are. They're two yeah. old ass men with gray beards talking crab in the barrel.
1: Yeah. It shows that that's how Spanish for generations. I mean, I guess. I don't know. No, I feel I, I completely agree, though. Um, I just think that. Maybe it's – I don't know. This episode – I guess it's just because it's the boom. – I'm used to something a little bit – I feel like with this episode, it's kind of – I don't want to say a, a, making a run-of-the-mill point, but I feel like it was – For me, it was more about the action in this one. Oh, no. I, yeah. I, it was a point because it was the boondocks, but I feel like this, this has some of the better, like, fighting scenes. I guess that – I looked at it from a different perspective. I know. And I, I do. Those points Those points are valid, though. I, I'm yeah, not, I I'm not saying that. I
0: saying that in that aspect. Because the fights are amazing.
1: And like you said, they drive home the same point. That's all. Because, like, they even get... Because they didn't really... Really, it wasn't even until, like, the last, like... Probably, like, 10 minutes of episode until they started making this a big point. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Because, uh, the... I hate to fucking repeat this, but... Why do you do it? Because we's niggas. We smoke menthols. We drink CNC. We fuck shit up. That's just what we do. (laughs) A grown ass old, not a grown ass man. Old ass man reciting that.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the thing about the Boondocks is just it's poignant because it doesn't point out just young culture. It points out old black culture too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's the fact that old people can be that ignorant, and they were character caricatures of Red Fox, and Dino, my JJ Walker, but I couldn't figure out who the third one was for the life of me. I think it's just kind of amalgamation of all your typical black matriarch characters, and you know what I'm saying, and the '70s, '60s, '70s shows, but that just goes, like you said, it's generational. This shit hasn't stopped. These like. You, you, we run ourselves in circles. I do agree with you on that way and the way that you can't really take this uh, serious because it's runs yourself in a circle. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing, though, I guess it's the end of the episode because one plot point we did not discuss is Bushido Brown.
1: Oh, yeah, that's... Um, you want to describe... Grandmaster, it. grandmaster. Did,
0: yeah, <laughs> describe Bushido Brown for people who are not familiar because he's shown right, so, up in episodes before.
1: So, basically, Bushido Brown is, like, this uh Grandmaster Bushido Brown is just pretty much the greatest uh karate master or whatever uh who ever lived uh, according to the series of course. Yeah. Um, he was in previous episodes. Like he was, he was in the. Um, I forgot what. Which Let's epi- nab Oprah. Yeah, the Let's nab Oprah episode. He's Oprah's bodyguard in that
0: Let's nab Oprah. Yeah. So which p- is the first time they play a doom song in the series. Yeah. But Go ahead.
1: And so basically, his character is dope, though. I, I do like his character. Yeah, he's like, a
0: of all your black shafts. Um, you know every every black exploitation character. But go ahead.
1: Yeah. So. Basically, basically in this episode, he just basically gets in one of the... I think this is one of the... I would say this is a top probably like three fight in Boondocks. Well, maybe not three. Top, yeah. five. top, five, top five. Top five. I'll give you top, top five. This is yeah. actually a pretty dope fight scene. Because I
0: thought three off bad. So, but go
1: ahead. Anytime it's a, it's a fight scene in Boondocks, is dope. It's amazing. It yeah, is, actually, it's always dope. That's one thing they did amazingly well. Yeah. But go ahead and explain what he's doing in this episode. Uh, so, basically, he's going to be the... He is the uh, bodyguard for Granddad. And basically, he just runs Granddad's pockets up. You know, he gets a private chef. He gets a um, a, bidet. A, a bidet in the crib. He takes Granddad's room. Um, what is he turns the garage to a personal training facility that only he can use. <laughs> he basically just ran him up. And he basically just walked around all day and was security for Granddad. Well, he, he did his job, like. He, beat, he whooped the ass of several uh, civilians in the process. so. Yeah.
0: And so from this, Bushido Brown gets hired by, by fucking granddad. And we think that this is going to be his safety out, right? We think that Bushido Brown uh, protecting them is going to be really what helps them. Bushido Brown, like we said, gets... Into one of the best fights in the boondock series. But in the end, he gets his fucking head chopped off. You know what I'm saying? He gets his head chopped off. And right before the Freemans are getting about to get done in, guess who shows up? The (laughs) police. the police come to save the day after all of this bullshit the police come to save the day and guess who called him yeah guess who called him well you know who called him you watched the episode Guess who called the police
1: actually I did, riley <laughs> riley called the no bucket. he probably said, he probably said riley snitch- called the police hold on i missed that one if he, if riley, riley said who snitching who snitched that's why because he called the police <laughs> But it was never confirmed in the No action. it is. Yeah, no,
0: you see him call the police. Riley is the one that called Damn. Him. So that goes to show you, just cause of yeah. how hard a nigga is, he's still gonna probably call the police if he's really afraid for his life and about to get his fucking head chopped yeah. off. Like I've always said, you might want your favorite rappers and killers out of jail until they're in your neighborhood terrorizing your grandmother. Yeah.
1: I'm t- hey, for real, for real, this is just like what, what happened in the wire. <laughs> in what <laughs> way? Really <laughs> in what way? Well, this is what happens in real life.
0: Really in real life. About it.
1: This is real life every day. <laughs> Motherfucking snitch every day, B. People sliding on other people. Other people getting killed in the process. They had, ain't had nothing to do with it, for real. Just doing their job. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: That's life for you. But at the end of the day, they get arrested. The Freemans get to go on about their business. And, you know, as a non-sequential like, comedy goes, nothing goes of it. But I think, for real, the biggest thing about this is just hating for the fun of it and the crab in the barrel aspect of it. Yeah. Because, like you said, other than that, this third season is just whimsical. Yeah, it's not necessarily like I feel like I feel like the
1: writing got a little lazy. In oh, the it episode. got a lot lazy. It was like uh, and most of these it got a lot lazy because I feel like had this episode been in like some of the earlier seasons where they were really all hands on deck. It probably would have been a lot better. Yeah, that's a lot of the episodes in the third season because I feel like with this episode, the only knock I would have on it, it was still enjoyable, but it took a little while for it them to actually start making points yeah it's like they tried to squeeze too yeah. so many points in at the end like it was like they had a really dope idea for the episode and then they got to the end it was like oh shit we haven't made any points yeah we got dope fights yeah so even though they did make their points it wasn't as they weren't as consistently building from beginning to end like they would have been previous. Episodes, yeah, but, you know, definitely. I'm nitpicking there, too. Well, but that, that's, that's just my season. personal thing. That's the third season. And the fourth season is yeah. damn near unwatchable. Yeah. We're going to have a hard time with that one. I'm almost Yeah, ready. but this one is still enjoyable. Yeah. What, what would you rate this episode?
0: Uh, this episode, I would give it the Hadoocracy. i give it a seven.
1: Give it a seven.
0: Cause I still like the the fight sequences and I love Bushido Brown getting his head uh, cut off and Riley calling police. Riley calling the cops after being the hardest motherfucker ever and the Boondocks universe is just hilarious to me every time.
1: Yeah. Mm. You know what? I'm gonna be picky today. I'm gonna oh, be picky today. shit. I'm gonna give this a six.
0: A six?
1: Why? I gotta give it a six. It just I enjoyed it but I feel like I feel like it just wasn't as fulfilling for me um, intellectually. I feel yeah. like the I feel like the the whole hating thing is kind of really vague. Um, just because everybody's a hater. Because it's like, how do you how do you quantify hating? Because you, I mean, you got to think about, I don't know, con, t- content. But we're not going to get into all that. Yeah. We're not going to circle the block on that. Yeah. But. All that to say, I I I'll say it's a six. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't want to just be. That's six. But yeah. I mean, that's the only really. One I mean, fight.
0: I gave it a seven, so that's a six point. I like five. the fights.
1: That's a, that's the yeah. only thing I really say. I really like the fights. Um, yeah, it, it it was it was funny, but I it wasn't a amazing. It wasn't a. I I say I will say, ruckus ruckus uh, scene was crazy. Ruckus uh, in that uh, yeah. I mean, He was Ruckus funny time. He was funny. Matter of fact I'll I go up to a Ruckus. 6.5 I, Just because be... of Uncle Ruckus I'm going to go up to a 6.5 And that says something about you <laughs> And with that We're going to sign out We're going to sign Fuck off you. Of
0: this episode Of Boondock Series Recap Highlighting the hateocracy And next week We'll be back With the fifth episode Of the third season Of the Boondocks yep. uh, It's your boy Mr. A.K. Super 357 Best known as Prince Godbody And
1: it's Aaron, a.k.a. King Bro Man. We out. Peace.